Hello, my friends. Welcome to Story You Talk Radio. I am your host, Coach Debbie, and I am delighted that you are here for an hour to spend together as we talk all about your stories, whether it be the stories you're living by, the stories you are writing, the stories you're getting ready to publish. Here we are in the fourth quarter of the year. This can be a really exciting time for writers. They're getting all ramped up for the new year, figuring out what they need to close down for this year. And regardless of what you are up to, if you are in need of a writing coach, if you're feeling like you need some advice at this point in the year, right before we close it all up, I am available to assist you. I help people write their books, their blogs, and their brands. And I specialize in memoir writing and self-development. I have a background in fiction. And it is, it is, at times people will come and they'll ask, would you help me with my fiction? And I will. But is that what I'm known for? More so the memoir writing. Sometimes how you you maneuver your memoirs into development and branding and blogging and things like that. Maybe you just have two pages in you you got to write or you got 500 that are not yet produced that you want to write. I can help you with that. And I want to thank you for tuning in here on Thursdays to get a brand new topic on stories, on creating, on being the best you in your writing career or personal path with writing. If you haven't already, I would love for you to also subscribe to this show. When you do that, when you go to your favorite podcast platform and you subscribe, Anytime you miss this live show, you get it plunked right into your mail. So you miss nothing. If we're having a special, if we're having a drawing, if we're doing anything fun, you are up to date on all of that. Also, I'd like to invite you to subscribe to my newsletter. You do that by going to CoachDebbie.com. That's D-E-B-B-Y coachdebbie.com and just click on the newsletter subscription down at the bottom. I promise I won't send you stuff every five minutes. I don't do that at all. You'll probably hear from me monthly or bi-weekly. And I, I also like to put in offers that I think might be very tantalizing to you on your path as a writer. So, Subscribe and follow. By the way, I am someone who, I would say almost daily, I post on Facebook. And a few times a week, I post on Instagram. But I really want to know, where do you like to go for your socials? I mean, so far, I've never done TikTok And I I know there's lots of others out there. I mean, I just do what I know. 
But if there's a place you find that you are and you would like me to be there, just write to me and tell me about that. You can always reach out to me at my email, which is Debbie at CoachDebbie.com. And Debbie is spelled D-E-B-B-Y. Well, every Thursday we come to you live and we bring you a brand new topic every week. And I really, I really like to think of this hour together as sort of my extended classroom. You know that I was a writing professor for over 20 years in the Seattle area. I enjoyed that career very, very much. I loved the students more than I can even share with you. I didn't like all the politics. And honestly, if I did, I'd probably be there running for office right now. But instead, it just started to take up about 80 to 90% of my day. All of the all of the extra stuff outside of the classroom. I really wanted my focus to be what goes on in the classroom. All the learning, all the interaction, all the community, all of the skill building. So, what do you know? I found a way to do that with Story You Talk Radio. And like I said, I am really happy that you come along weekly for the ride. It's important to me, too, to bring on guest co-hosts when we can. In the new year coming up, we're going to have more hosting from health coaches, from money coaches, from business coaches. Certainly not every single show, not at all. But I want to weave a little bit of that in there because while my expertise is around writing and sharing your story, I can see ways that we could fold in a little extra topic like your health or your wealth or your well-being, and it would be beneficial to you. So always we will offer you a new topic with every show, but I'm thinking, yeah, I'm going to be weaving in some guest co-hosts And if you are a new published writer and you're just madly in love with your book and you think that it would help the listeners here, I'd love to hear from you. Maybe we could bring you on and focus on your book for a session. I have ways that you can be a co-sponsor for a show, and I would love to talk to you. My email, once again, is Debbie, D-E-B-B-Y. Debbie at CoachDebbie.com. Now, today's topic is very important. I would love to talk to you about this all through the end of the year. But instead, I'm going to offer you a crash course today, a crash course in confidence for anyone writing just about anything longer than a paragraph If you're not feeling confident, you're not going to want to write. They go together. They're a match made in heaven. Confidence and writing belong together. But if you're not feeling it, you're going to denounce the fact that you have skill as a writer. I see it over and over and over again. And it really does make me sad. 
that people that are really talented are not writing because they're not tapped into their confidence. You might be thinking, well, what exactly is confidence? A lot of people have given it sort of a bad rap, and they've talked about ideas like faking it until you make it. And while that that might help you take more of a stretch or a risk or a dare, often, if you can tell someone is faking it until they make it, then you know they're not really confident, and it doesn't implore you in any way to follow them. Confidence is something you feel. It's not something you fake. It's something you feel. It's a belief you have that you can rely on yourself. And maybe you put your confidence in others, and so it's a belief and a feeling that you can rely on them. I really want to stress with anyone that works with me that you start by learning self-confidence, how to be confident in yourself, knowing you can rely on yourself. When you are practicing this, you start to remove things that you know you can't rely on yourself for. So what I mean by this is, when I was new as a writer and there were competitions I wanted to be in, it sounded really fun. You know, going out there, bringing my fiction. I remember being about 20 years old and I was invited with a friend to a workshop. You got to read your stuff out loud. I was kind of scared. I had never been in a college classroom to write fiction, but there were some people around me that thought, my stories were good. And they told me, you should get out there. You should read them. You should see what people say. Your stories are funny. Now, I liked that. It, it stroked my ego. But I didn't feel confident to stand in front of people and read my stories. Are you kidding me? I didn't feel confident at all. But I had a mentor this was not a professional person that I paid in any way. It was someone who, like me, is also legally blind. She had been a teacher for a very long time. And when I met her, she saw a certain potential in me that I certainly wasn't seeing in myself. So she was one of the people who said, why don't you just go? And I'll go with you if you want. Why don't you just go and watch others read and notice how good they feel after they've read? Because for a lot of us, we don't necessarily feel confident while we're doing something, but we sure as heck feel relieved when we're done. What that does is it starts to stretch you. You're in an environment that's new to you, but you're also taking a little risk. So it's stretching you. And when you practice stretching, you start to develop confidence. It's kind of like going to the gym. When you practice stretching those muscles, lifting those weights, you develop strength. You don't develop strength sitting on the couch thinking about strength. You develop it by 
going to the gym and doing what's required. But again, you don't start by doing 400 push-ups. You start by doing five, at least Coach Debbie does. (laughs) And you work your way up. This is how you develop confidence. It's just one way. But remember, confidence is a feeling you have inside of, I can do this. I can do this one thing. I can read this one story. I can do this one set of five push-ups. I can do this. It's a belief in yourself that you can rely on you. And when you start practicing confidence, when you start putting just a little stretch into your day, doing something just a little bit outside of your comfort zone, you start to notice that the things that scared you just sort of now, it's kind of a joke. It's kind of silly. Doesn't bother you in the same way. Or maybe it bothers you in the first minute or two but not on and on and on. Your knees aren't shaking. You're not falling to the ground. (laughs) Nothing like that. Confidence is important. If you want to have a relationship with your writing, if you want to feel like what you have is available and will support things going on in the world, you're going to need confidence to put your stuff out there. Now, let's just think for a minute about what is the opposite of confidence, just so you start to really recognize this feeling, recognize this belief that you can rely on yourself in a particular way. The opposite of that is, in general, it's fear, but it's a sense that you don't trust yourself. Not totally. It might even be a sense of suspicion around others. You don't feel confident that you can put your your faith in others. Instead, you feel a little suspicious. Maybe with yourself, you're not feeling confident, and that means you're feeling pretty uncertain. Maybe you have disbelief in others or yourself. You're definitely feeling doubtful, and you're likely dealing with a certain level of skepticism. Now, is any of that stuff fun? I would say no, not at all. What's it doing? It's keeping you out of the game you want to be in. Here's the interesting thing. If you can name what you're dealing with, the opposite of confidence, if you can name it and say, I'm just feeling a little uncertain, or I just feel a certain doubt around going on stage and reading my story. If you can name it, honestly, you're halfway there towards having more confidence. It's when you're in the clouds and you don't let yourself get clear on what you're feeling. That's when things just go on and on. And it really never serves you. It's just a fear that just rides out for a long time. I say, enlist a friend. Enlist someone you can count on. Go with someone that you would say is a role model. Have them sit there. 
put the confidence in them while you're building a certain confidence in yourself. For me, when I was 20 years old, I had never taken a college fiction writing class. This started me feeling like I can do this. In fact, I think someday I just might go to college and major in writing. I don't know, maybe. I can remember feeling that way. There was a certain innocence and fun that went with it. I was just starting to step into my confidence around writing. And let me tell you, my friends, it just gets better and better and better. I have lots more to share with you today. This is our crash course in confidence. We're going to take a quick break. Stay tuned. You know Coach Debbie from Story You Talk Radio, but do you know about her annual membership? Well, now you do, and you're invited. Become the author of your dreams and upscale your career. Transform your home or grow your income. Create any future you desire. You'll learn the skills that allowed Coach Debbie to author her own life and transform her most difficult challenges as a writer, teacher, and especially as a person with low vision. The membership doors are open. Just sign up for the newsletter and qualify for the early bird special. Simply go to CoachDebbie.com. That's Coach D-E-B-B-Y. CoachDebbie.com. As a subscriber, you could win a premium coaching session and begin the new year with confidence. Welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. I'm your writing coach, Coach Debbie, and I am delighted that you are here today for our topic, which is a crash course in confidence. We're not born confident. We're born innocent. We're born in free will. We're born in that notion that someone, somewhere, is going to take excellent care of us. At least that's what we hope. And as we go through life, we start to see confidence is going to really, really be important in everything we do. Writing is not an exception, not at all. If you want to get out there and share your writing with the world, and I sure hope you do it, confidence is important. We talked about the fact that confidence is really a feeling. You know it when you feel it. It's a belief that you can rely on yourself. We notice confidence in certain areas like our social confidence when you're out in the world and and you're with others and you're integrating. There's also confidence in areas of your job or expertise Some people have physical confidence because they're just so lovely. And other people, they really focus on that worthiness, that sense that they are worthy of a good life and how lovely it is to practice such confidence. As writers, we want to develop confidence. And there's some areas in particular where I think it is especially important. 
Think about the fact that when you say yes to writing a book or starting a blog for a year or completely redoing your brand, one thing you want to know, you want to know really in the core of your being that you will begin. You will step in and begin. That because this thing matters to you, your new book, your new blog, your new brand, your new adventure of any kind as an author, since it matters to you, you want to be confident that you will begin. If you're not confident in that, well, then you know what happens. Not only do you postpone and procrastinate, but you make up stories. It turns into a real rabbit hole. You, you start to find yourself excusing why it didn't happen. You might even start manifesting bad things so that you unconsciously keep it from happening. This sense that you cannot begin, that is the antonym. That's the opposite of your confidence. Think of it this way. If you want to start writing a book, a blog, or redo your brand, all you have to commit to is beginning. And as you commit to it, begin confidently. Sometimes you'll think to yourself, you know, there's this idea that someone I follow is doing a blog and they're posting every single week. I wonder... I wonder if I could do that. When you hear yourself asking questions like, I wonder if I could do that, you're actually stepping out of doubt for a minute. And doubt is one of the opposites of confidence. And you're sort of leaning toward confidence. If you have the courage to say, I wonder if, I could do that, write a blog post every week. And then you just decide, you know what? I'm going to begin. I don't need to know if I can write a blog post every week for five years. I don't need to know that now. But what I think I want to do is begin. As soon as you claim that and you start writing, you begin You release knowing all of the middles, all of the endings, all of the results, all of the things you'll do if obstacles come. You've stepped into a certain confidence as a writer. Writers confidently begin. They get going. They get started. They don't have to write anything perfect. Of course, you've probably heard of the draft. When you're drafting something, you're just putting your thoughts out there for the first time. You're just getting them out of your head and onto a piece of paper. So if you want to be confident as a writer, not only do I want you to begin, but I want you to commit to drafting instead of performing. Do you see the difference? A draft is you admitting, I got some ideas. I'm going to move them from my head to the piece of paper, from my head 
to this Word document or Google document. I'm just going to get them out there so I can see my ideas with my own eyes in front of me. That's drafting. That is a great place to begin, especially if you're developing your confidence. When you can see that any time you decide to produce, you produce something, you're going to develop confidence. You're going to keep coming back and doing more of it. Now, it's very, very different than saying, okay, I'm a writer now. I've got confidence, so I'm going to get out there and perform and write and share it with the world. You really, you don't have to start there, and I don't encourage that you do. I'm not saying that there won't be a great and wonderful time to share your posts with the world, but if you're building confidence, start with the notion that all I got to do is begin. All I got to do is write a draft. I could even write the crummiest draft known to man, and no one will know. It's just between me and this piece of paper right in front of me. No one will know. See, that's not a performance. You perform because you you have confidence. You might even have loads of confidence. Yeah, you're out there. You know you can do the jam with your buddies. You know you can stand in front of a mic at the open mic opportunity. You know you can read to an audience, even if there might be a little heckler in the back. You have confidence. We don't always start with confidence, but what you can do is start moving towards it. I recommend that if there's something on your heart, you begin. You begin writing. You don't have to have a publisher all lined up. You don't need an agent. You don't even have to have money to move words from your head to the piece of paper in front of you. You don't have to have more than, I would say, a nickel to your name. (laughs) You really don't. But I'll tell you this. You start putting your words on paper, you're going to have way more than a nickel to your name. Why? Because you're going to start building confidence. And you're going to start using those words, that book, that blog, that brand, to confidently promote you. And that's going to work financially in your favor. These are just a couple of ways that you step into confidence as a writer, as an author. Now, you might be thinking, I need help. I can't do that all by myself. That sounds like too much. And I would love to be someone to talk to you and help you get started. There's a lot of ways that I can help you. One is that we can meet on the phone. It's just a nice free call. You can tell me what it is that you want to put out in the world. Once you do that, once I know what you're thinking you want out in the world, I can ask you a few questions and I can either tell you about how I might work with you or because I know a lot of people in the field If something more aligned out there occurs to me, 
I want to set you up with that resource. For example, not too long ago, I think I shared this on the on the air, uh, a police officer came to me and, ooh, did he have a really juicy story. I mean, I, I was full attention, just eyes wide open listening to his story. But yeah, it had some twists and turns that... Um, just in all integrity, I, I don't think I would do a good job standing behind, but I know someone who could. And so I, I directed him in that, that area, and hopefully he followed that direction. I hope so, because like I said, really juicy story. But I don't, um, I don't help people write about, uh, you know, multiple times sex offenders and things like that. I just, I don't want the Google search to ever come up with me and that, and and I don't want to bring harm in my direction. On the other hand, there are plenty of people who know how to deal with this. They have all the legal stuff in place. They're much better at it than me. So I feel very confident recommending. On the other hand, someone that I spoke to very recently on the phone she had a story about grief and about losing a child. And she didn't necessarily want to put it in a book, but she wanted to start creating a personal brand where she could be available as a listener to moms in similar situations. I thought this was brilliant. She said, I just want to have sort of a come as you are, pay as you can but I want to create a brand that welcomes people to sit and to know I can be brave in the face of their story. And we got to work on that. I knew exactly how to help her. I listened to what she wanted. And she's out there in the world doing exactly what she set out to do. Sometimes when you're building confidence as a writer, as a new author, putting your book, your blog, your brand together. Sometimes you need a mentor or a coach, someone you can trust to sit across from you and really help pull that genius spot out of you. You might not even really understand how much of an expert you are until you get face-to-face with a coach that can identify it. So I want to put this invitation out to you. If you are building your confidence as a writer and you know you're in the early days of it or you're returning to the days of it and you want some help, I invite you to go to CoachDebbie.com. That's D-E-B-B-Y, CoachDebbie.com. Just click on Connect. That will allow you to send me your name, And just a little tiny bit of information of what it is you want to create. And we can jump right in and see what we can do for you. Right now, for the people that do commit to private coaching in 2024, I am going to be offering a project mapping session. Now, usually I charge $500 for these. This is us really mapping out the fullness of your book. It's not like you have to know it, but I give you options 
by listening to what it is you want to do. It helps you see, oh my goodness, I could take my book in this direction, that direction, this direction. It allows you some follow-up with me as well. People that are coming into private coaching for 2024, and we are pre-selling that now, you will get this $500 project mapping included in your private coaching quote. So that is something to think about. Just go to coachdebbie.com, click on connect, and let me know how I can help you. Now, if you're building your confidence and you're willing to jump in and begin a project, you're on your way. If you're building your confidence and you've not only began, but you are really, really holding steady to the idea that you are drafting. This is not a performance. You could think of your book as the sum total of a performance that's going out into the world, but that finished copy of a book, that's out there in your future still. You're just in the beginning stages. You're drafting ideas. You're getting a sense of how your voice looks word for word on paper. You're starting to make a relationship with your own tone, with your own vocabulary, and with your own messaging. This is not the stage where you need to be performing. Not yet. This is the stage of drafting. You will build confidence if you're willing to begin and you're willing to start drafting. Another thing I want to share with you regarding where you need confidence is that you're going to have to be confident in the process and that you're going to be learning things along the way. Now, many people, they don't start their book for this reason right here. They can't see every single detail before they start writing. They think, I'm going to be able to tell them, but I'm still getting to know them. We all have our own process. Now, you might follow one of the methods that I put in front of you. Try A, then B, then C, then D, or switch D with E and do that first. You might try a method, but your process as a writer That's going to involve things that we can't predict. Like how are your emotions going to be in the middle? You might need some coaching around that once you get there. What all are you willing to learn about self-publishing? Maybe you don't want to. Maybe you want to go with more of a boutique publisher. But you might not know that until you get involved, really involved in the writing process. That's going to build confidence, though. Your involvement, your willingness to learn, your willingness to be in process and not have an A to Z blueprint of every last little rotten step. (laughs) Because that kind of stuff can really slow you down. It just looks so daunting. Yet, Having some structure 
having a method or two or three to choose from, having a coach to guide you, this is going to build confidence. I see it again and again with my students. When they're ready to begin, when they're excited and they know this isn't going to be a high performance, not just yet, they know I'm here to start working on something new very quickly, start to see them smiling, feeling confident, and really starting to commit to the project and getting excited on the inside. That's not faking it, my friend. That's owning and feeling and believing in yourself. And that is the definition of confidence. I still have a little bit more for you. Uh, We're doing a crash course in confidence, whether you're writing your book or your blog or your brand. Come back in just a minute here. We'll be right back. You know Coach Debbie from Story You Talk Radio, but do you know about her annual membership? Well, now you do, and you're invited. Become the author of your dreams and upscale your career. Transform your home or grow your income. Create any future you desire. You'll learn the skills that allowed Coach Debbie to author her own life and transform her most difficult challenges as a writer, teacher, and especially as a person with low vision. The membership doors are open. Just sign up for the newsletter and qualify for the early bird special. Simply go to CoachDebbie.com. That's Coach D-E-B-B-Y. CoachDebbie.com. As a subscriber, you could win a premium coaching session and begin the new year with confidence. Welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. How are you feeling about writing your book? Are you feeling confident? Today we are taking a little crash course into confidence because sometimes that adage of just fake it until you make it, sometimes that just doesn't work. Confidence is this feeling. It's this belief that you know you can rely on yourself. We don't typically have confidence in every area of life or in every area where we want to excel in life. But if we're willing to begin and start it with a drafting process and get some coaching, get some mentoring, usually you'll take off in no time. When we're not feeling confident, we tend to be that person that's full of distrust. We're, we're superstitious. We're even in that skepticism or that doubt. We're definitely feeling really uncertain about our future. But when you're in your confidence, now you're feeling ready. And it doesn't mean you know everything that's coming down the pike, but you're ready to step in. Have you ever heard about confident leadership in the five C's? If you're ever in a speech program or many entrepreneurial uh, trainings, we'll talk about the confident leadership five C's. 
And these are being able to confidently communicate, to be clear, to connect with others, to build and cooperate in community, and to have courage. Those things, when you are building business or speeches and putting your word out there professionally, those confident leadership skills, communication, clarity, connection, community, courage, those are considered the top tier. Now, writers, they don't often begin with all of those intact. Maybe they have the courage to get started, but they're not yet in a community. They don't know how to build one or interact with one. They're not really connected to other writers. They're not 100% clear on what they want to write, but they do know they'd like to communicate a message to the world. You can start right there. You don't have to be a full, confident leader to begin writing. But you want to begin. That's very important. You want to begin. Here's just a few things I don't think are as important. And you would hear these stressed in all sorts of communities and by the skeptics. But honestly, I just don't think they're as important. I don't think you have to know piece by piece the whole journey that's in front of you. More so, I think you have to have the courage to just step in and find your flow with it. But to know everything before you begin, I don't think that that makes you more confident than the next person. I don't find it as important. Just my opinion. There have been many, many people that I've worked with that didn't have a clue about the journey in front of them, and they did fabulously well. Another thing is, I don't think it's important to know your competition or to get validated by the entire world. And you're going to hear over and over again by many that you got to know who you're competing with. Well, the reason I say that I don't find it important is because what you really have to know is your message. And you have to know how to stand in it confidently. You have to know that this drives you. It's far more important that you know you than you know the competition. Who cares what they're doing? And who said they're really your competition? They're just doing their own thing. They're up to what they want to do. When you can root yourself back into the story you want to tell, when you can stand confidently in taking one step after another to put your message forward, when you can validate that your process will unfold day by day, you don't need to know what everyone else is doing. Somehow I accidentally got on this list. I don't know how I did it. I don't know if someone put me on it, but I'm on this list and it's a, it's a writing mm, organization of sorts, but their marketing, it's, it's this scary marketing. 
so it'll it'll have like a tagline in the email like it's now or never <laughs> or if you don't start today you'll never begin or uh don't be fooled and it, it's stuff that that kind of makes you wince and and really question your confidence it's a it's a fearful marketing ploy of you better get on board or you're going to be totally left behind and you'll have nothing. You know, it's that kind of message. I don't really need to know how the competition is pulling in their people because I wouldn't follow them anyway. When you focus on your brand, what your message is, what you want to do in the world, your confidence builds so much faster than putting the Herculean obstacle between you and your goals by focusing on what the so-called competition is up to. Who cares? Again, just my opinion. Finally, I want to say this. You need to work with your own integrity and what you choose to write. I don't think it's important that you really prove anything. Unless you're a scientist, unless you're writing something that requires that your statistics be very, very accurate, really tell your story. Be integrous. Honor the people you're speaking about. Honor yourself. Honor the message you're putting out in the world. It's not all that important that you do research for 400 years before you get writing. It's impossible anyway. So instead, think of what the most important things are that you know to back yourself up and get writing. As you go along, you'll see, you'll know if you need to do a little more, but don't let that research idea keep you from getting started or keep you from diving into your content and really sharing your perspective and how you can be of service to others that are reading what you're doing. You don't want that block of thinking. If you don't prove yourself, nobody's going to follow you. It's just some idea that somebody said one day. It's nothing more than that. Again, just my opinion. Now you might be wondering, how the heck do I build confidence? How do I even recognize that I need to build confidence? Well, right away, if you're thinking that you might need to, then you'd probably benefit from taking a step or two into really, really offering yourself exquisite care. And what I mean by this is if you're going to build confidence, you need to be very awake during the day. You need to be nourished during the day. You need to know that the majority of the people you run into like you. They're on your side. They're not trying to burn down your castle. They're not trying to talk behind your back or make things up about you. You need to take really good care, exquisite care, 
if you ask me, of where you're putting your time and your attention. That's going to build confidence so quickly. And from there, you can build more and more and more. But really, really, really make a commitment that you're going to be thoughtful about where you put yourself, who you talk to, who you hang out with, how much sleep you get, what you choose to write about, and where you choose to offer it. That is just one way of taking really good care of yourself. It's going to build your confidence, and I think you'll see it's going to build it quickly. Here's another point that I think is very, very important, and it is to develop relationships and really do it with those that you admire who have gone before you in that particular area you're growing. So, for example, if you want to, uh, maybe you want to write a book on Mediterranean cooking, you might want to have some relationships with people that have either done that cooking or have produced a, a cookbook in the world and they feel really good about the results. You want to develop relationships with those that could possibly coach you and help you have insights along the way. But think about this. You need to know a little bit about the journeys of others you're hanging out with. If you know the most information in the room and everyone else is looking up to you always, your chances of growing will probably continue on some level, but they're going to be so much slower. You know, I've heard it called the know-it-all syndrome. You want to be in environments where you have the opportunity to grow and expand and to really learn from people you admire. This is very different than keeping up with the so-called competition because the competition usually is not on your side. These relationships I'm speaking of, these relationships that you will develop, they're with people that want to see you grow. They've gone through some of the calamity that you might be envisioning or hopefully the one that you're bringing yourself out of. Maybe you've had a lot of guilt that you didn't get started earlier. Talk about calamity. That is one that I have experienced so much. And I have, I have coached people that just feel like, wow, here I am, 60 years old, and I'm starting my book today. And I've been thinking about it since I was 25. You know, there, there's a certain inner just mess, just hot, hot mess going on. Work with someone that knows that mess and, and they climbed out of it. And they're happy to share with you how to keep going forward. That's going to build your confidence. Finally, I want you to accept challenges that are going to stretch you just a little bit more than if you weren't starting if you weren't claiming your voice now, if you weren't saying, I really want to write a book, what might stretch you just 
just a little bit extra. I have a woman that just stepped into my heroin salon community, and she's never been in a writing community. She's never taken a writing class. When we met on the phone for a consultation, she said, oh my goodness, this is going to stretch me so far. I hope it doesn't break my limbs off. That's what she said. (laughs) And I said, no, (laughs) that's not going to happen. I'm going to be there and you're going to make some fast friends here. But the way in which it's going to stretch her is she's going to really want to be listening and taking note, really noticing how some of the people that have been in classes before, communities before, are thriving. She's going to want to be very alert. That's a stretch from what we just do hour in, hour out, day in, day out in our lives. We want to be able to stretch and have the confidence that we're going to bounce into the shape that we want to be. And that's someone that stands tall and confidently shares their words. This is just a little crash course in how you build confidence. When you're in any of my communities, whether it be the superstars community, the heroines communities, we really get into this and people make changes quickly. Why? Because they're around others who are doing it, who are stretching, who are leaning into their confidence. You can do this too. I would love to support you. I'm Coach Debbie. This is Story You Talk Radio. Thank you so much for subscribing and tuning in. I'll be back next Thursday with another topic. Until then, namaste, my friends.